0: Welcome to the Sharon Cliff Podcast. I'm a business coach, a mentor, a wife, mama of four, lover of wine and a consumer of dark chocolate. On the Sharon Cliff Podcast, a real talk, no fluff podcast, myself and my incredible guests answer the hard questions with practical advice and fun sharing stories, tips, and the how-to we explore mindfulness, marketing, building wealth, self-care, and all things business. A podcast to inspire you to take action so you can create a life and a business that you love without the burnout. To find out more about me, head to sharoncliffe.com.au. Turn up the volume. Let's do this. Welcome to the Sharon Cliff Podcast. Today's guest is Alana Yankowicz. She's a certified money coach and NLP practitioner. She helps people to transform their thinking and approach towards money from one which is self-destructive to one which is inspiring. Having experienced this liberation herself, she's passionate about helping women break free from self-doubt, low self-esteem and lack of confidence. If you want to explore your relationship with money, let's talk to Alana. Today on the Sharon Cliff Podcast, we are welcoming, welcoming Alana Witz, Ilana, thank you so much for joining us today. And can you just share with the listeners who you are and what it is that you do?
1: I'm originally from South Africa, and you can hear by the accent, and I'm living in Zurich in Switzerland. I'm a mindset money coach and an NLP practitioner, and I work with women, mostly women in business, but also women that personally want to fix their relationship with money, that want to get out of debt, they want to save, they want to have a better they don't want to be stressed about money. I always say when money is controlling you and you're not controlling your money, it's time to come and see me. So... That is what I do in a nutshell.
0: When you were a little girl growing up and you were thinking about what you wanted to be, what did you want to be when you grew up? Always
1: wanted to be an entrepreneur. I knew from a very young age. My one brother and myself, always we were always making things and selling and doing stuff and being very creative. And I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I was literally from the age of about 22, 23, I had my own business. So together with my husband. So I've always always been in business. When I came to Switzerland, I didn't have the language because you have to speak German here. So I did a job at the international school, just really volunteering. To try and fill my day because I'm not the type of person to sit around and have coffee with the ladies and lunches. I did that for like a couple of weeks and I was like bored and over it and wanted to have my own money, wanted to be independent financially. But at the same time, I was having issues with my money from my childhood because all our money problems, behaviors, our beliefs all start in our childhood. And because of the way I'd grown up, I had a lot of issues. So I went for money coaching myself and I saw an opportunity.
0: And so you have stayed true to, you know, to your dream of being an entrepreneur. It's a really interesting question just to sort of see people's journey and, you know, how how aligned they are with what they wanted to be when when they had that dream as a child. So you just mentioned, you know, you you had some issues yourself with money and you went and saw a, a money coach. And we do hear a lot thrown around at the moment. You know, we hear about, you know, money mindset and, and money mindset coach. So can you explain what, what, a money mindset actually is we work on a deep level where the root
1: of the issues come from you're not just you don't just have these issues they come from somewhere and we work to find what is the story that's why we call it a money story and a lot of people say, I don't have a money story. We've all got a money story. We all came from somewhere. We all came from parents that tried their best for us, but it sometimes wasn't the right information or the right advice. For instance, money is not something we discuss at home in majority of families. It's not something that we learn. We don't learn it at school. So we pick up a lot of habits. We pick up our parents their behaviors and sometimes we learn that this we think this is normal it goes into our subconscious with the money coach we find out what are those thoughts in the subconscious mind what is stopping you from achieving your goals because literally you've probably heard the 60 to 70 thoughts a day going on in your subconscious mind and a lot of those thoughts are about they're about fear they're about anxiety they're about stress will I have enough money to pay the bills? Will I be able to send the kids to university? Will there be enough for my pension? Oh my gosh, I can't live like that. She lives like that. I wish I had her money. There's so many thoughts, and it's thoughts. It's our parents' stuff that we've taken on, and a a mindset money coach gets to the bottom of what are those? What is? What's the movie playing? and how to get you out. You are the child kind of stuck in that movie. Your inner child, your, the young child is kind of stuck there. It's about learning. It's about learning about the path that you've been on, the journey that you've been on. You're still on the journey, but it's about learning what has happened that can that you can change so that you can change the future, that you can change the outcome, that you can change the next generation. I always say it's so important to fix it so that you don't, give it to the next generation. And you do if you don't fix it. Your kids will have exactly the way you were brought up. And I mean, if you think about it, even just the way we cook is the way our mothers or our grannies used to cook. We do things the way we've seen growing up we do exactly the same with money.
0: Would you say, so no matter what stage of the person's life that you're working with, and I know you work with males and, and females and predominantly my audience is, is a female base, would you say, you know, whether you started working with someone early on or midlife life or later on in life, that their problems all did stem from from childhood and from watching and learning what our parents did would you say that is is that, is that 100% or is that you know 100% majority? doesn't matter doesn't matter if you're
1: 26 or 66 up until that from birth till your late teens you all your behaviors all your patterns or your parents patterns you've learned it from somewhere subconscious that's gone into your subconscious and then you acting out those behaviors those actions
0: and And I love that you said, you know if we identify that and work on our money mindset, well, then we can help our next generations. Bringing that back, How do I or or how would anyone listening know that they actually have? an issue with money how do you first identify that like do you people generally identify that themselves or they do they find that they get into a certain situation and that's when they go oh maybe maybe I've got an issue here how do you actually know that you've got an issue with money
1: I think majority of people do know they often say there's more money than money and when I ask the question what emotions come up for you when you think about money when I do talks in, in, in front of crowds so or companies often say what emotions come up for you and the words that come up are scarcity, anxiety, stress, I want to control it, you know, all these things that they've been, that they have, their feelings, about, their emotions about money. When you have an emotion that is like that and it's not freedom, opportunity, abundance, prosperity, there's money mindset issues. Also, I've got a quiz on my website, which a lot of people go and do. And when you do the quiz, you can see which we call them archetypes are controlling their money behavior. Your money controls everything in your life. The way you live, the way you eat, the way you look, the way where you everything about you, where your kids go to school, everything is about money. So it it spills into all those areas. I've got couples that I coach that have been on the verge of divorce because of money. She's a spender, he's not a spender, or vice versa. It's one of the, I reckon, one of the most important topics because it's not just for people in business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's life. And you spoke then about, you know, obviously money is a contributing factor to a lot of things with, you know, anxiety and stress and all that sort of thing. How important is it to have a good relationship with money, like considering the points that you just raised about, you know, money, it helps with the way they live, with the way that we show up, with where we send our kids at school, etc.? Obviously it's very important to have a good relationship with money. How would you encapsulate that? What what actually is a good relationship with money? One of
1: the archetypes that um, a lot of women are trying to get better at is the magician archetype, where they see opportunities and they're able to turn this opportunity to, is into money making opportunity where Money doesn't stress them out when money flows to them. I always say, you know, is the hand tight? Is the hand open when it comes to money? Is money flowing or are you holding on to it? Why are you holding on to it? Is it fear people don't pay their bills until the last day because they stress there's not going to be enough to pay bills? So it's about learning that money does give you opportunities. It opens doors to new things, to new opportunities, and that is what I teach them. Also, because I've got the business background. I combine it together with for the ladies that are in business, and I work with a, a lot of my clients or coaches of some sort. So They learn nutrition they learn functional medicine they learn whatever whatever they're learning in coaching but they don't know how to run a business and I always say to them if your business is not making money it's a hobby then you need to fix the money then you need to fix what's going on in the subconscious.
0: Obviously with with your own experience with getting a money coach and, and you know developing these techniques and strategies that you use now and the women that you've worked with what are the three commonalities or the three themes that you see pop up constantly with, with, with women particularly and their relationship with money?
1: One of the thing, one of the universal issues that I see across the board, doesn't matter where they come from, and I coach women throughout the globe is a feeling of I'm not enough. That feeling comes from their self-esteem being knocked. So this is kind of answering all three of those because it's it's kind of a loaded, a loaded answer. That I'm not enough comes from their self-esteem that's been knocked. Now, the self-esteem can get knocked as a child from either your parents comparing you, your parents saying something to you, I don't have time to listen to that now, my dear, or stop showing off in the swimming pool. I've seen that a hundred times and you just want your parents to be proud of you. That knocks your confidence. Your teacher telling you, you didn't put your name on this paper. Next time, do it stupid, S-T-U-P-I-D. I I mean, I I remember this particular case at school. That knocks your self-esteem. Your self-esteem, then the way you feel affects your confidence. Confidence, when you've got high confidence and a lot of people don't have high confidence because they've got a low self-esteem. They don't feel that they deserve. They don't feel worthy. It's for everybody else. They believe all the money myths that are out there. Money is for only certain people. Money is evil. Money won't bring you joy. Look, she's got all the money, but she's... And they make up all these things, but it's actually not even made up. They've been told this by their parents or grandparents. They've heard it. So the three things... As to answer your question would be not believing in themselves, not feeling that they deserve and not knowing how to, when I say the word self care, people often think it's going for a manicure or having the hair done or whatever. They don't realise it's actually self love, accepting themselves.
0: I love that, and and I find that too is when I talk about self care because I talk about it a lot. That people do think it's just those you know surface level things, but it's not. It's it's deeper, and it. and it is about you know self love and, and loving yourself and doing things for yourself. You know and. You know what you just went through. Then it, it is mindset. It is going back and rewiring what you're telling yourself and and how you feel about yourself as well. So it sort of starts starts with you with the three points that you just mentioned. So obviously, you've you've gone through. You've, you've identified that you've got an issue with money. That you know it's your relationship and how you talk to yourself and and um, you know the messages that you your inner voice tells yourself. And, you know, whether you're not showing yourself enough self-love, how long will will it actually take, like, generally for someone, I don't know, obviously everyone's different because everyone has different degrees of inner work they need to do, and it also depends on how long they've actually been, you know, having issues with money, because obviously if they're later on in life, they've had, you know, that's a longer learned period to try and unlearn. So. For someone who needs to work on on those issues, how long is it going to take someone? You know, obviously this isn't a quick fix. If you're sort of thinking, well, okay, I'm going to start to work on these issues with you today, how long could you start to see some results?
1: Sharon, they've got to be ready because I often get women that come to me and they've got what we call the R C factor, they've got this like resistance that they put up. They don't want to open up these things that are really painful. Sometimes when I start working on the past and there's been a divorce and the father left them and there's issues of abandonment, don't go there, don't go there, let's work on these things. They've got to be ready to work on the issues. My clients see a difference after one week of working with me because we go really deep. I find out where they are, where they're wanting to go, what are the goals, what is what is they want to achieve. But at the same time we're working back. We're working back on where these things all came from. What have they inherited from the parents? Some a lot of the time, and probably about ninety percent of the time, there's forgiveness that needs to be done. I always say forgiveness is the key to the vault. It's an for me, I've got different programs that that I have but predominantly it's a nine-module program. There's, I think, 29 or 30 workbooks in there, and there's different ways of working through that, Um, either with me or online with videos and interactions still with me, every workbook coming back, or if they're very diligent, they can work on their own, but I still see the workbooks and I still comment on every single workbook that comes because it comes onto my dashboard. They see a difference virtually immediately because – the, the, the difference that they see is in themselves taking that step to actually fix it. That's the first step.
0: And that's the hardest step, isn't it, you know, sort of saying, you know, okay, I know I've got a problem. I'm ready to work on it. But it's also being open-minded enough to actually go deep, like you said, you know. It's okay to go, yeah, I want to make changes and I'm, and I'm going to show up and I'm going to do the work. But you've got to be really open to dive deep and really be vulnerable so that you can get get that deep inner work done and you actually can make that that transformations so what do you find top two areas where people just go yep yeah, oh, you know that's the biggest transformation that you see is there a couple of different whether it be methodologies or you know different mediums that they use or different tools that they use what are the the, the two main things where you sort of see that aha moment and that that light bulb and you can see that you know definite transition with them
1: When they realize that they are sounding like their mothers, they (laughs) normally kind of step back and say, oh my gosh, why am I thinking like this? This is so archaic or this doesn't serve me. Or they realize that they go for partners because I've had so many people heal their relationships when they fix the money. They've gone for a partner like the dad that was controlling or the mom who was subservient and that Often they get help for the relationship. I've even had one client just recently been planning to leave the relationship she was in for years, for a long time. It was really affecting her health and her issues. And through the money coaching, she actually said to me, everything adds up, I need to leave. And she's she's literally walked out. I mean, I don't want to promote that. I believe in marriage. I'm very happily married. But if you're in a talk, relationship and it's affecting all areas of your life get help don't stay in it you know there's a way out women get the aha moments at different levels everybody's unique and everybody's on their own journey but they get it literally from the beginning they there's a it's a very safe protect um judgment-free zone I never I've been probably I always say, whatever they're going through, I've been through worse. And they confide, they open up. And the more they open up, the more they open up with themselves, they get the healing because there's tremendous healing that goes on in coaching.
0: As you said, it's the more they open up and be honest, that's really when they're going to get the results because if they sort of just stay at that surface level, the problems are still going to be there and they're not going to get that transformation because they haven't gone deep enough. They need to be totally... Open and honest and and vulnerable, so they do get that. And I think you know, there's always that fear of, oh, we're gonna, you know, we're we're giving, we're showing too much, and you know, and being being fearful of that. So, what would be your tip around that? And I know we we spoke before we um, hit record, and and you said that you know, women are generally better because they will ask for help. For women out there that know that they have an issue with money, they probably know that it stems back from from childhood and they're fearful of being vulnerable and, and opening up, what would you say to them to just get them to start, so, you know, to start the conversation? How, how can you give them, you know, a bit of motivation or, or confidence to actually, you know, come forward and, and find a money coach and start to work with them? How can you sort of take a bit of that fear away?
1: I think once they've seen the, once they've done the quiz, the Architab quiz, the Architab quiz is basically different characteristic or different personality, they're not actually personalities, characters, and they will see themselves in these and they will see the positive and also the negative issues with each one. For instance, the martyr or the victim, if they've been through a very, very difficult time, maybe a divorce or a betrayal, or they're living with a gambler or they are a gambler, they will see issues in the description of the victim that they will realize this is me. At the end of it, when they've done the quiz, they will say, do I want to change this? let's have a coffee online and a chat and uh, you know it's a free consultation and I'll give them advice tell them you know just have that discussion and then they kind of decide either they gel with me connect or they don't.
0: Yeah and I love the idea of the quiz and I will pop a, a link into the show notes because by having them relate to a character I guess taking some of that personal side of it away then they will say okay yeah that's me and I can identify with that and and they can relate and they don't feel so scared or so alone and that 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 they're not the only one and then they can go okay well that's how I can see it and I want to change that then they can probably see that transformation and and know that that journey is not going to be so scary then when they can relate it to a character so I I love how that's a great way to get someone started if they're a bit sort of fearful or you know sort of quite unsure I think that's a great way to get them started. Before we wrap up is there anything else that would help our um, you know female entrepreneurs that need a bit of a a boost with their money mindset that you know it's not all scary out there and and obviously you know money whilst it can um, you know help in a lot of ways for me money gives me freedom and the and freedom to be able to to travel or to be able to work when I want to work with who I want or be able to, um, you know, work less days so I can spend more time with my family and, you know, and do what I love. So money is different things for different people. Um, You know, some we just like to buy cars, others we just like to travel all the time, you know, and obviously that's that's probably another barrier as well with, with the mindset. So do you find, That is also another, you know, issue or or barrier or sort of, you know, relationship that people need to work through as well. It's what their importance or what their attachment to money is.
1: There is definitely um, that they become aware of the attachment to money. But one of the things you said in the beginning that just often I, I say, and I was told this, when you've got, when you're not feeling well, you go to the doctor. When you've got a toothache, you go to the dentist. If you know you've got money issues and you know you've got money issues, you've either got or you haven't got. You've either got enough to pay the bills or you've got enough to put into your pension or you don't. All these ideas around money, I've got money to travel, I've got money to spend with, I've got enough money to spend time with my kids or to work three days a week or whatever you want, whatever's important to you. If you don't have those things, as I said, if you're sick, you've got a doctor. If you've got money issues, get help. See a money coach, see a money therapist, because it will change the outcome of your money. It will change the way you believe, the way you see things. It will open up opportunities for you that you didn't even realise were there.
0: Yeah, and and as you said, you know, by you making those changes, then when if you have kids or you're in a position where you can be, you know, a a mentor for for someone else, if if you don't have, have your own kids is that you then change their path as well. So how hey, you said, you know, we, we build this from because we see what our parents did and our parents probably saw what their parents did. And obviously money and how we deal with it and how we spend it and the the opportunities from what we have now is very different to what they had. So if we keep doing what they've always done, well, it's not going to serve us. So, you know, and we're not going to be open and, and have money flowing in and have that positive relationship. So it's, it is crucial to identify the, the issues and make those changes so that we can help you know future generations make those changes as well and, okay. and I believe in. Depends on what country we're in, but there are a lot of the school programs are identifying that now that, you know, we need to start to bring in these types of practices in, in schools as well. So having those money conversations and, and bringing those skills in in an earlier age would also help. It's even late then, it's even late when they get to school. I've been asked and I've
1: done talks at the international schools so the kids are older, I believe by then they've already got this set foundation of what they've seen their parents do. So often parents use children as pawns in when there's money problems, you know, the, the, in a divorce, in backwards and forwards, ask mom, um, mom said, I must ask you for money. Uh, I need to go on a school trip. All of that stuff happens when they are still young and at home. By the time they're in high school where they realize what's going on, what a credit card is, what investment is, what is the difference between needs and wants. It's already late. I believe that the earlier we start with our children, and I talk about them from a very young age, I've got blogs written about teaching, treating the girls same as the boys, giving them money, that they can in-pocket money, they can invest, that they don't have instant gratification, that they can't just go and buy what they want. They've actually got to save up for it because that teaches them for life, It teaches them later in life when there's drugs and things around, you know, I'm feeling bad. Okay, let me just go and do this habit as opposed to actually thinking, okay, well, let me go for a walk in nature. Or let me be, you know, do some meditation to feel better as opposed to having some whatever, I'm not going to mention the drug. I believe that it starts at home, that the parents need to teach the children. And I'll be very honest. I've got two children. They're young adults. My daughter saw all my bad behaviors that I picked up from my mom. She's not ready to change her situation. She's not ready to come to me or anyone for help. She spends it like water. She'll send her friends to me and say, my mom's a money coach. She's like the best money coach. You should talk to my mom and I'm coaching one of her friends right now. But she is enjoying her money and she says when she's ready, she'll come. My son, same parent, same mother, same father, is younger than her and has got pension saved up. He's got money in his savings account. He's careful about how much money he spends. He doesn't have debt.
0: Yeah, I have the same thing with my kids at the moment. I've got three out of four working, so I've got 15, 15, 17 and 20, the 20-year-old's been a great saver, He's just actually bought his first house. Um, the 17-year-old, she's pretty good but she does like to to buy clothes and the 15-year-olds, which they're you know, they're just starting sort of casual jobs so we're just trying to get them used to. Like money comes in, yes, but some of it does need to, to flow in. It doesn't all need to flow in and flow out. So that, that's the, um, you know, the balance that we're trying to get there as well. So thank you so much for your insights, taking some of that fear and, you know, there's all that so much you know that sort of money mindset it just takes some of the woo-woo out of it and it just actually the way that you have explained what it is and the importance of it I think is just really relatable I would encourage everyone to go and do the quiz on your website I will pop the link into that but just before I wrap up I do have one question that I ask at the end of every sure. interview if you walked into a room and your theme song came on what would your theme song be I always I always think of that song um I think it's called I want to be a billionaire
1: You've probably heard yeah. it. I, I said Bruno yeah. was one of those guys. I always believe that with a lot of money, I can bless people. I can help more children to go to school in underprivileged countries. I can help and do things that can change, make a change. So I don't drive a car. We use. I use the tram. I use the buses. I work from home. I work a lot. So then If I do go. I'll use Ubers, whatever. I don't want a car outside. I don't want to red Ferrari or anything. I want to be able to make a difference in other people's lives. I've got scholarship programs on my website. I help people that are in need. I've had people that have been desperate that I've worked with for very low cost. I do make them pay a little bit because then they're actually invested. But I want to be able to help more people. I want to be able to make a difference in this world. And I want to give back.
0: Yeah, that's got to be the most amazing and heartfelt explanation of a thing song I've ever heard. Thank you so much.
1: Absolute pleasure, Sharon. Absolute pleasure and lovely chatting to you. And, um, yeah, if they want to go and do the quiz, it's basically mindformoneycoaching.com.
0: Wow, so much gold right there. I'd love to know your thoughts on this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. Get in touch via Instagram, Sharon underscore Cliff, or my website, SharonCliff.com.au. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share on socials, make sure you tag me in, or leave a review. The Sharon Cliff Podcast, helping you build a business and a life that you love without burning out. Have an awesome week, and I'll see you next week. Uh, 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 uh.